Good morning. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. So uh, one topic that was sent to me was why does God allow you or people to go to hell? And um, I was surprised at the topic suggestion um, because I I feel like um, that's such a deep conversation. But uh, the more I thought about, the more I really just realized it's a, it should be an everyday conversation just in another way. You know, we are born sinners and that's what the Bible teaches us. So we are already without any interference from anybody heading there. We're already heading to hell, but because of God, we don't have to go there. We can uh, accept him in our life. We can be saved. We can go to heaven. The Bible says only through him can you get there. So when people end up feeling like they're destined for hell or that someone is destined for hell, that tells me that no one spoke the truth to you. No one was the light for you. No one shared the good news with you. No one, you know, showed you the way. And so as Christians, and I realize not all my listeners listeners may be Christian, but as Christians, if you're walking the faith, we owe it to everybody we encounter who seems like they need more information to make an informed choice for their life to show them the way, you know, Jesus asked us to be his hands and feet. We are supposed to be the church, but that doesn't mean only on Sundays when you're physically in the building or while you're watching it online or on the TV. That means in all of your interactions, every time you leave the house, even in your home with your family. But, you know, when you are out at work, at the gym, at the grocery store, going to the mall, at the movies, whatever it is, Jesus asks us to be the church. You never know when you might have the chance to share the good news, share the word, share Jesus with somebody, and then their trajectory of life is therefore altered. They're no longer going to hell, but they're born, we all were born heading there, but it's only through the good news, the faith, the accepting Jesus Christ as your savior, that you can turn your life around and no longer head to hell. It's when you believe in the risen savior. It's when you, um, you know, know that he died for your sins and you're washed in the blood. Then you may now go to hell, to heaven. You no longer are heading to hell. But when we um, trivialize the significance of that, when we aren't the hands and feet of Jesus, when we aren't the church in our everyday lives, then we're missing the opportunity to lead someone there, to, to, to help someone uh, find Jesus, show them who he is, show them the, the good news, show them the way. And so you know, when we, when we 
sit down, we think about it, we dig deep, you know, people are often confused. Like, why does God allow bad things to happen? Or why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? We don't know all that he knows. So, you know, recently, um, one of my dearest friends lost her husband and that was tragic. It was tragic to see. It was tragic to feel. I can only imagine because I've been fortunate. I, my husband is still with me, but you know, his family, his wife, his children, his grandchildren, you know, everybody who had the privilege to know him is missing him. And so some people, and he was a believer. He was such a strong man of God. His faith was huge. And he taught his family that same strong faith. And people will say, well, how did this happen to him? How did he have to die of cancer? Why? Well, we can ask the why a million times over. We don't know all that Jesus knows. So for all we know, he was getting cancer because something worse was coming down the pike, or maybe because that was the only way to impact somebody and show them what a true believer is. We don't know. We can guess, we can wonder, we can project ideas, but we don't know all that Jesus knows. So yes, bad things happen to good people. It's fair because it happens to everybody. Everybody has something bad happen to them, but because he was a believer, because he was saved and born again, because he was washed in the blood, because he was the hands and feet of Jesus, because he accepted Jesus died for his sins, we know that he now has a healthy body, dancing in heaven, streets of gold, and no longer has a care in the world. That was the happiest homecoming for him. So he did get a reward for all of his torture that he went through with his cancer. And nobody would begrudge him that reward, even though we're all missing him. Nobody more than his immediate family. But, you know, bad things happen to good people. Bad things happen to believers. And why disease happens? Why famine happens, why floods happen, why tornadoes happen. All these things are part of the big plan and we're not privy to all the information, but we are called to walk on faith, to believe, to trust in Jesus, which he did. And so again, you know, we know because he was a believer, hit the trajectory of his life changed and he went to heaven and not to hell. That can happen for you as well. You know, when we, um, and if you think you are a believer, but you're really not sure, I would encourage you to talk to somebody you trust, find a good church, a Bible-based church, call any, any pastor of any church, and they will help you understand the choices that you need to make in order to change the trajectory of your life. But again, we're already heading there, but Jesus, but for God, we don't have to go. And so, yes, there is a hell. We believe it because we believe there is a heaven, but 
everybody doesn't have to go to hell. Everybody has the chance, the choice to turn their life around and to read the the good news and believe the Bible, trust in Jesus, um, ask for forgiveness for their sins and, you know, be washed in the blood, be born again, uh, anew. You know, I gave this sim- symbolization to my daughter when she got, um, baptized. She was, uh, I want to say she was about seven and we always had the most impactful heart to heart conversations in the vehicle. Why? I have no idea. She would ask just the most random things in the vehicle. But I think, you know, I use that as, okay, she's getting my undivided attention because, you know, at home I've pulled in a thousand different directions. And so when this time came, she wanted to know, you know, what does it mean to be washed in the blood and what does it mean to be saved and why does she have to wear white? And so I, you know, I gave the um, explanation to her that, you know, when you are born, you're born a sinner, you're born dirty and not dirty in the common sense of the word, you know, but you're born, not pure, not perfect. And, and your body is already got sin in it. And when you trust in Jesus, when you accept him in your heart, you're washed in the blood. He cleanses you all over it. You know, it's kind of like, um, you know, going through dialysis and your blood is washed. Um, and so you're washed in the blood and the white symbolizes born again, fresh and clean and brand new. And she, she totally got it. And she was understanding, you know, the example I was getting, the picture I was painting. And, you know, when she chose to accept Jesus in her heart, when she chose to get baptized as her first, uh, discipline, uh, after accepting Jesus in her heart, that was her choice. It wasn't, you know, we didn't do it as part of, you know, the phase, this is what you go through, you know, at church because we wanted her to make that choice of her own free will just happened. She was like seven or eight years old, but you know, we, we forget because if you've been a Christian a long time, like I have, like my husband has, you forget there are people who are still scratching their head and wondering and maybe hesitant to ask these questions because they feel dumb or they feel like people will laugh at them. If you are somebody who struggles with that first, first and foremost, there is no dumb question and you are not dumb. Second, you can message me. Anybody on the forum will, that is a Christian will help you. You can call any local church, uh, and have a conversation with them. They will help you with the understanding, with the learning. And you can even have been a Christian or thought you've been a Christian your whole life, but you might still be perplexed at some of these questions. Why bad things happen to good people? How do we know there's a hell? How do we know there's a heaven? And again, people will help you understand. People will give you the information you need so that you can make an informed choice for your life so that you can be a leader in your family so that you can 
answer the call so that you can be a help to somebody else, be the light for somebody else. So, you know, this was kind of a heavy topic. I was so proud to have been asked to cover this because that to me says somebody is listening to me and feels like I can make an impact on somebody else. I'm not usually very outspoken about these kind of things because um, like everybody else, sometimes I doubt that I have all the answers and I, I, I still, I don't feel like I'm the know all be all, you know, everything, but I feel like uh, as a real life perspective, a point of view, perhaps the information I'm giving you will resonate with you, will touch your heart, will encourage you to ask questions, will encourage you to accept Jesus in your heart. So, you know, join in on the Facebook conversation. I expect that there's going to be quite a bit of conversation from uh, regular listeners, hopefully some new listeners. Pass this on to your friends and family, you know, because ultimately I would like to see everybody in heaven with me. Uh, I, You know, uh, whatever your biblical truth is, if you're living it, you're practicing it, meaning, you know, Catholics have different disciplines, Methodists have different disciplines, you know, non-denominational have dis- different things. Whatever is the truth for you, as long as it's biblical and Bible-based, rooted in Jesus being the Savior and having faith in him, being washed in the blood, being born again, saved, then there's room for everybody. There's room for everybody in heaven, and I want to see everybody there. I want us all to be healthy body, dancing in streets of gold, living our best life in heaven. Uh, in eternity uh, with that peace, but there's only one way to get there. So I would like you to join in the conversation, ask all the questions you have. If I don't have the answer, I will get the answer and we'll have a, an online discussion about it. Hit us up uh, on Facebook at 15 Minutes of Sane. If you have a topic you'd like covered, no matter what it is, uh, shoot it to me at 15minutesofsane.net or on Facebook at 15minutesofsane. Make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. Have a good one, everybody.